is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, Everson Walls, and Bill Jones. And welcome into Talkin' Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Happy Thursday to everybody. Rob Phillips hosting for Bill Jones, the great Everson Walls across the table from me. The average Spagnola. Oh! (laughs) Average Mick to my right. How you guys doing? I'm doing good, man. Beautiful day outside. It is a beautiful day. Bill's not here. We got a little break in the monotony. <laughs> Love Bill, man. But hey, come on. Sometimes we gotta let the young fella you know, earn your just, earn your keep. You come in off the bench. I forgot yeah. that Bill had next man up, baby. Yeah, next man up. I forgot he had Thursday TV duty, but here we go. Oh, I thought you came down early because you remembered. No, it was just I looked at my hey, watch and it was I was here first. You were early. Yeah, the room He's was dark. Yeah, and I have my chair back. <laughs> I don't have Nate Newton's chair anymore, man. That sucker yep. makes so much noise. It's broken <laughs> in the back? Yeah, like but that's, how he, that's how he likes it. it. That's how he likes it. Yeah, I can't lean back on this sucker. <laughs> uh, you, you mentioned a beautiful day, Everson. The Cowboys are practicing outside once again today. Green yeah, grass. What is it? 60 degrees, though, right? I mean, going to get there. I yeah. Think. yeah. Come on, it's a beautiful day. Trying their best to mimic the Philly conditions, <laughs> but... Uh, not not just exactly. Just grass the same. field is all you need. Just grass field is all you need. As long as you're on grass field, get the field for it since that's the thing they do these days. Gonna play on grass? Might yeah. as well practice. Might as well on practice it. on grass. Do you guys ever no. find some place no. to go inside? No, 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 no. What no, if no. the weather was just atrocious? Oh, the weather was horrible. We go to Lowe's Field. Yeah, we're right there. Oh, by but Grand that Hill. wasn't indoors. No, it that is was not. just an artificial turf. Yes, it is, but it is not indoors. And the only reason we would go there is because we only had grass field to practice on. Right. So we, we didn't want to mess up the field if it was ice or something like that. Rams game, uh, I believe that was January of 84, if I'm not mistaken, when Dickerson just ran the, all the through our frozen end zone. Yeah, yeah that was the first round. We didn't, uh, we didn't, they beat us in the first round. He had like 200 yards on us in Texas Stadium. We had to go to Lowe's all week because, if you recall, there was a lot of sleet and, uh, and rain coming down. So we just don't want to mess up our field. It had nothing to do with the fact that we were playing on a, in, in, in Texas Stadium. That had nothing to do with it. We just had to get away so we didn't mess up our grass field. Did you ever practice at Texas Stadium? Maybe once. Maybe once. Did they bust you there and they make you drive your Yeah, vehicle? man. No, they bust us. No, yeah. we bust everywhere. You think Tom's going to trust us? <laughs> okay, guys, go get in your cars. Don't stop on the way home. You know, don't stop at the liquor store. Don't stop at the drugstore for, for, the, for some, some ingredients for, for, the, for the house. No, no. We're going to all go together. We're coming back together. And all fines are still in place in case you feel like getting frisky. So... I can't picture it at the old place on Forest and Abram. Was there two practice fields or just one? It was two. There was two. Yes, there okay. was two practice All right. fields. All right. You got the one where the uh, you had the straight shot from the days in. Yeah. Where the Redskins could film our practices, right? Practice, right. Every time, yeah. <laughs> Until and had, Texas ran out. We had to buy the out the floor. entire side <laughs> of the hotel. <laughs> we had security walking two floors 
Okay, just the two floors there at the Days Inn to make sure that it was only Redskins week, though. It was never any Didn't other worry week. about anybody never else. Never anybody else. Only Redskins week. That darn George Allen. That's what it was. That <laughs> doggone George Allen. May God rest his soul, man. That's <sighs> that kid there. That was a heck of a coach. There's something about Redskins week back then, and now I think it's it's about Philly week, isn't it? Sort of. Hasn't it replaced it? What, what do you think, Everson? I mean, it was it was Washington week back in the day, I, I would imagine. I would have to say it's Philly because we, uh, we now have proof that they are the worst fans in all of sports. Uh, when you, I believe they say they have a a, uh, a judge downstairs, right, to sentence you to jail <laughs> for the <laughs> remainder of the game, I guess. I don't know. I'm sure they don't keep it there. They don't keep it there overnight, right, like county. You know no. what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, a, it's a temporary holding cell. <laughs> Just till the game is over. That is right? incredible. That is incredible. So, yeah, <laughs> we would have to say Philly. And, and anytime you have a rivalry, it's all about personalities. So when you're talking Tom Landry, George Allen, I mean, you know, the two extreme spectrums, you know, one, one, one side or the other. And uh, that's what made that interesting because Tom was never going to break the porcelain, you know, vase. But George is like he's breaking everything. He's yeah. tearing down signs after the game. He's – you know, he's running roughshod all over your stadium after they come in and win. So that kind of elevated, you know. The, and the, the, and then the, the other thing that elevated it was the fact that when George Allen got there, the Redskins got good. You can't have a rivalry if it's one-sided right. all the time. And, right. and the Redskins weren't very good during the 60s. So when the Cowboys got good, but then in the 70s, when the Redskins finally took something away from the Cowboys, I think it was '72, mm-hmm. they went to the to the uh, beat them in the playoffs. Then it was like, oh, okay, this is serious stuff now. So that's what kind of caused it because they got better, and he made a big deal out of it. If you talk to, uh, that was the whole point. He was a he was a great man. He was uh, to me. I thought he was just a master of manipulation. Yeah, he was no, he was able to work with the press. He knew that that made things exciting. He went through you guys for everything, and he was over the top, and he enjoyed that. I think it was all very calculating, and uh, I, I actually thought it was good for the NFL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was great. It was great for TV. No doubt. Right? No doubt. And now you're talking. I think when when the Cowboy Philly rivalry got really funky and heated was. Come on, give me, give me. Buddy, Buddy, Buddy and, Ryan. and Jimmy, right? Oh, that's right, Buddy and Jimmy. That was the best. And that got it going, that and they the were best. dominating. But then in 91, 92, the Cowboys started Came winning. Back. Right? And that then it, Kelvin Martin punt, punt return, return that yep. changed everything. I reminded Emmett of that last night on, the, uh, on our happy hour show. Did you? Yeah, because we were talking about how you can come back in a, in a season. And that season, at that point, they were they – were, um, Six and five, they went to the Redskins, they won, mm-hmm. and then if they had beat Philadelphia, they were going to clinch a wild card spot. And that, that was return. the that was amazing. And I, I wasn't even you, were, you weren't even there then, I know, but I was, I was still look, I had no choice, I, I had to look at you guys. <laughs> I mean, you know, I couldn't turn off the TV, otherwise, that's the only way you could not see the Cowboys, especially during that whole three out of four years. I, but I, I, I must admit, those guys that I played against, I wasn't pulling for them, but those guys that I played with. Somebody like Martin, you know, Kmart, we called him. That was 
Man, for to see him come through like that, and who had always been a steady player for the Cowboys. Right. He was our Cobb. He was our Cole Beasley. You know, he was that guy that steadied everything when Mike was getting double team and Harper wasn't going up and getting the the, the high the high catch. Here comes Kmart, just super steady. And uh, when he made that move, that really put him to me. That put him in a on a, in a on a special pedestal as far as the Cowboys' success is concerned. And the other thing I remembered about that run was the, the blindside block that Ike Holt made on the last guy that could have caught him. <laughs> Just wiped him out. And Ike was kind of a weird dude. He anyway. was kind of definitely weird. I love him. you got to love it, though. That's he what was you a love character, about him. right? He is a character. Yeah. All right, let's get to the Glad new... you asked about that rivalry yeah, stuff. Yeah, huh? it's good yeah, stuff. Man, it is good stuff. A lot of weird <laughs> moments in the history of this, this rivalry for sure. And maybe we get another one on Sunday. Afternoon. Yeah, we didn't want to talk about Zendejas. That, yeah, that, that was yeah. The, the bounties that's over the top. The, that's over the top. It, it was. Yeah, that was over the top. What about Dak Prescott? Is he going to be over the top, ready to go Sunday? What's the update? I I, I think so, but I don't not sure how much he's going to do this week. Yeah, it's. I mean, just judging from what Jason said today, I mean, this is your last real full practice the Friday one is a full practice but it's not like uh Wednesday and Thursday and it didn't sound like he was going to do much uh he said said. he said he's progressing but we haven't seen him throw and it didn't sound like he was going to throw again today uh so I think from a fact when you have a a sprained AC joint that basically you're going to have to let it rest and uh, and, and I guess you can do a little rehab on it, but uh, I think rest is the biggest thing that he's got going for him. So they, I, they, I got the alert. I'm sure you got it. What was the ESPN? No meaningful plays. That's what he's, uh, he's meaningful. What he said in uh, in the press conference. No meaningful throwing today. In, no meaningful in throwing. Yeah, that's a so mental reps. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. I don't even know how to take that. I mean, yeah. you know. I mean, he may be out there. I mean, he was out there yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, what did they do? List him. He was limited, limited. But Cooper Rush said he got most of the team work. Sounded like he got it all. Too, yeah. By the way. And and that probably will continue today because they'll they'll take a look at it Friday and see. Okay, can he do some throwing then? I. What's your understanding on it? Is it more like inflammation, swelling, No, soreness? I think when you sprain your AC joint, you stretch it. I, I think that's what happens in your shoulder right right in here. And I don't know that it, it's it's a more it's a swelling. I think it's just a kind of stretched and it, it does get painful. It's one of those things where as you as you move it, you you kind of hope for a pop or something, right? But that never comes. Yeah. Have you ever had one? I have not had one. Not in uh, my in my uh, in my uh, uh, wrist. I had okay. a sprain, but never in my shoulder. Uh, no, that's yeah. If I had something in my shoulder, it's usually bone. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I never had it. It wasn't muscle. It was straight bone. See, yeah. and I think sometimes when you separate your shoulder, then that you you. Irritate the AC joint yes, too. So that they, I did. When they go yeah. in there, they have to fix that yeah. too. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a fairly common football injury. We've seen it with this team over the years, but not necessarily with a quarterback to his right throwing shoulder. And yeah, that's and the I mean, problem. As a DB, I could I could I heard one shoulder. I could I could say, hey, tell the other safety or the corner, let's switch sides because I know that I'm going to be using a particular shoulder more than the other if it gets that desperate. But you know, throwing. 
totally different thing. Totally yeah. different thing. And, you know, when you go back and we got a chance after the show to go back and look at the play, and it was that first and 10 from the 10-yard line, their second possession, when he faked the handoff to Zeke and ran to the outside for seven yards, and Clay Matthews fell on top, made the tackle, fell on top of him, and he fell on his right shoulder with 250 pounds on him. So uh, now he jumped up after the plate, never saw him like – do no, this or you're anything not like that. that you're right? not going to see that. And my understanding is that uh, he didn't really complain about it, but the the trainers were aware that there was some discomfort in there uh, when it took place. So, and you know, Dak, he's not sliding. If he sees the first down marker, he's going for the first right. down, and he's going head first. Uh, he could have slid. I couldn't remember. I had to be reminded that even if it's a planned run, the quarterback still can slide with the luxury of not getting hit. Oh, of course, yes. Yeah, I yeah. was thinking you only did that when you ran out of the pocket like you were trying to throw, but, yeah, that's a pretty good luck. I mean, that's when an I Aaron, think that's about a, That's an Aaron Rodgers' little slick move. I right? see him do it. And Russell Wilson mm-hmm. does it a Russell lot, does too. Well, He'll yeah. take off and go 30 yards, mm-hmm. and then, oh, I'm sliding. Right. I think after 10 yards, it slides off. Yeah, no Lamar Jackson. Yeah, no, right? Straight up slide. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, I mean, it's hard to make a declaration about where he is and what he's going to be able to do this week because we just don't he hasn't thrown this week really much and we don't really know right. what he's going to be like in a day as a, much less 3 days. Yeah, and I and I think he'll play. Now the question is how effective will it, will it affect what he does? Will it affect how they call the game? Will it affect how the Eagles decide to play defense if they are aware of this now? Which I Well, he, they're going to be watching him very closely in warm-ups. Right. See Extreme, what he's doing. And we all are. We're gonna be <laughs> sort of like we watch a kicker warm up <laughs> right? before the game. Now exactly. you're gonna watch the quarterback. We gotta throw. watch the quarterback. But you know, there was sometimes when Tony was in that situation, he didn't go out there and throw. Smart, right? Smart. And then yeah. he would he would stay in the locker room, yeah, just just in the bowels of the of the stadium itself, and just kind of you know yeah. test it how deep. test it in there. Yeah, yeah. Because he would come out when when he had to come out, it's like, oh, Romo, is he going to play or not? And, you know, a lot of times what they did, if there was something that they could do a little something to help him out, yeah. they would do that like right before kickoff. <laughs> a so little something. It would last. A little something. A little something. something. <laughs> so it would last Whatever for three means. hours, right? Right, with this smile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little something, something. <laughs> you use but that no, I, I, I would, uh, yeah, I'm going to miss the, the pregame routine then. Yeah. The little that, that cha-cha. Yeah, that might be hard to do that with your – You might have to tone it down 15% or so on that one. We'll see. Um, So now, you know, I mean, good that Cooper Rush gets the the work. He – he, but that's not who I want to see in since this game. He, I know. That's not who I want to see Since in this game. he got here in 2017, he has never taken a full practice with the first team. He's never had to do it. That's luxury. Uh, and, that's, that's the luxury of Dak Prescott. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. That's I mean, he luxury. never missed a practice. Yeah. And, and so that was the first time, you know, Cooper said, yeah, it was kind of fun at practice. You know, I'm not running the scout team. It's like he's not being the, you know, the Washington generals out there and, you know. <laughs> purposely failing so the defense feels good about you. Uh, and then the other thing that happened is uh, Thorson, the, the the practice squad quarterback, uh-huh. he's usually on the practice squad because Cooper's taken the reps for the scout team. So what his job is, play wide receiver and defensive back on the scout team. So he actually now got to play quarterback got a chance to on throw the scout the ball. team. Yes, nice. absolutely. Yeah. 
Because his best practice is before the games, if you've noticed, when they go out early, he goes out there and John Kitna runs him through some drills, makes yeah. him drop back, move to your right, throw when they have a guy standing there and you got to hit it. It's like he gets a workout in. Oh, it's a huge workout. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, here, he basically what he's doing, he's, he's everything else but the quarterback. You think they would need to make a move and get a third quarterback up on the roster? I think it, it, I think that would that would we that would be determined or we would know the level of Dak's discomfort if they do that by Saturday. If they're worried that he's got to be on the 53 man roster because you don't want to do that this you have time to of year. Re- you have to release somebody if you yeah. do it. Yeah. And there'll be some team out there that could claim somebody. Let's 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 think about it like this. Okay. <clears throat> God God willing Cowboys win. You know, Dak whatever happens we're not playing him. Oh, he sits watching. Yes. That's. I was just gonna say yes. that because this is a winner-take-all game. Yes. You, you, you're seeding or whatever. You're set. You got a home playoff game if you win this game. So, so would you yeah. say regardless, this is his last game of the regular season? Regardless. Well, it's unless they lose. Yeah, they're not you, out you of still it. Have they a chance. Still not out of it. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. You got to win then for yeah, sure. Blame. I guess okay. it's not winner take all for Philly. Okay. It's, it's a winner take all for Dallas okay. Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I misspoke there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that would be ideal, wouldn't it? Just, yeah. And Mickey said this to me yesterday. This is what happens. You know, you, you, you always look back at the schedule at the end of the year and say, mm, we let that one get away from us. Oh, the Cowboys had a few games. <laughs> and, and, I mean, all you, you know, had to do was just pick one game out of the six that they lost. Okay. Yeah. One game out of the six. Just the six, that three and three there. Mickey will be telling me about the Jets game, you know, in 30 years. No, then, he'll, uh, then he'll, he'll forget and then they'll say, no, it was a Patriots game. <laughs> then they'll say, no, no, not that no, game. It was always the Jets game. Always the Jets game. Fifth 92-yard touchdown. <laughs> See, that's a setup move. That That's the that's the plays that I play for. Okay, they're going to try and fool me on this one. I always played for those plays, you know, because you got offensive coordinators, let's just face it, they're jerks. And, and they, they, they always want to embarrass a cornerback. And when, when is the best part to embarrass a cornerback? When you're playing tight, you got them down there deep. They got nothing to lose. Well, they the were Jets. All, what were they, 0-5 oh and, oh and at that setup. time? It's You can tell me as a cornerback, I'm thinking, oh, he's going to run a curl route. Yeah. Why would you even bite? Or on they're going to hand stutter? off. Come on, man. I'm, I'll be at the at the 50-yard line waiting on that pass. Quarterback hasn't played in three weeks, and they just drop Come back on. and so, let so it fly. That's one of those situations where I don't give a dog on what you run in the combine. Okay, I don't care what your, what your 40 is. I don't care what your vertical is. That has nothing to do with how well you can play. That play, which happens a lot in many games, determines how smart you are, period. It has nothing to do with – I could have sat my, my grandmother back there in a wheelchair and she'd be like, all right, I got a chance to make this play. Instead of biting on – Instead of biting on a 10-yard stutter. So those are the kind of things – I know we're going off the rails here, Mr. Yeah. Phillips, but no. those are the kind of things that uh, a heads-up player – you don't sure. have to be a great athlete. Just a heads-up player that can make a difference. And not just a game, but according to Spags, a season. Plays that shape the season. That shape the season. It'd be nice to be 8-6 and six at this point, right? Mm. I, but go back to that Rams game in 2017. Oh, God, don't, don't go there again. <laughs> Spags. Right, Switzer. He, he is the, was, uh, the reporter of regret. <laughs> right, <laughs> absolutely. 
All right, 888-855-2297 is the number if you want to join the conversation. We covered Dak. We can talk more about him. We can cover some more of the injuries on both sides as the showdown in Philly gets closer and closer. Next on Talking Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer, where you buy the latest generation of transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses. You can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Ready? Okay. Give Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So-so. Are we going to win? Not if we play like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right. News and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa. Open Dallas. Cowboys. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. Running out of time. Don't miss your chance to take a photo with Santa at the Star this holiday season. Santa Claus Mick will be at his Cowboys fan theme set within Fans United right here at the Star in Frisco District now through December 24th, Christmas Eve. For more information and to book your photo, visit thestarinfrisco.com slash Santa. That was very competent, Bob. Very good. Thank you. Thank nice. you. Spags is always more exciting, but I like the competency of you and Bill. Appreciate it. They're a little more it's your consistent. turn tomorrow. They're a little more consistent than I am. Speaking off the rails, that Jack Black reads coming up in a few minutes oh, God. by Mickey Spagnuolo. Yeah, well, tune in. Tune in, people. <laughs> always a treat. Always a holiday treat. Welcome back to Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. 888-855-2297 is the number. Mick's got that injury report out. What's on there besides Dak Prescott? A lot of guys on here, right? So Michael Bennett didn't practice illness. A little bit of a foot still, but illness. So uh, he should be okay. C.J. Goodwin did have surgery on his thumb. Uh, I saw him. He had the uh, hyperbaric chamber on his on his ha- uh, arm. 
it was a plastic yeah, thing, yeah. see through, with the air dry and everything. Would they have the air in it? I don't know. Something was in yeah. there. Uh, and then later on in the day, they put the cast on it. See, he said he can play with the cast. He said, "Yeah, I, I mean, I played." He said, "I played with it broken." So yeah, now it's fixed, or at least cast. And I said, "So what about catching?" He goes. Doesn't matter. I'll catch anything. Hmm. So I said, okay. All right, then. I didn't ask about tackling, so (laughs) I figured you could grab with it anyway. So we'll see where that one goes. Uh, Actually, some good news. Jeff Heath uh, played in the game shoulder-shoulder and uh, was able to practice. Uh, Sean Lee did not practice, and I think they probably on the same routine as Mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just get them to the game. Uh, Jordan Lewis with a knee, he was limited. They didn't seem too concerned about that. Tyron Smith, the uh, looks like he's going to be able to practice today. Had somewhat of a sty type the, injury. The sty family, as the sty family, <laughs> yes. And uh, I guess the swelling went down enough, so they're just going to put a shield on his helmet. And he got that tea bag, he man. Yeah, yeah. he did. Bag. He might have been you. listening that to us, right? Uh, Joe Thomas did not practice. That that's somewhat concerning. Uh, and Antoine Woods uh, was full after the playing go. in that's the game. That's what I want to hear. So that's good to know. That's what I want to hear. I was yeah. waiting to hear to see if his name was going to be on that list. And Vander Esch won't play, so I didn't, I didn't even bother right. with him. Now, they uh, Philadelphia still got some injuries. Uh, Aguilar uh, still out with a knee. He's missed three of the last four games with that knee, so that doesn't look good for him. Uh, Derek Barnett, their starting defensive end, was out with an ankle. And Lane Johnson still with that it's a high ankle sprain, and he didn't play last week. I would imagine he's going to be hard-pressed to go this week. So that's their injury update. You yeah, know, we talk about the Philadelphia. Uh, we keep talking about the Cowboys and, and the problems we've been having with tight ends and running backs and things of that nature. Sean Lee stepped up big time. Uh, they did get some yards in that Department, but that was all those. Uh, oh, by the way, fourth quarter, fourth yeah. quarter uh, after we had already controlled the game. You know, I've, I've seen Phillies linebackers; they look tough. I think they're all healthy, mm-hmm. but they never could handle us. They never could handle our little nucleus of running back and tight ends. We have always been able to take advantage of that. I'm hoping that Dak can be as healthy as possible. To where he can, if not have, don't have to worry about going down the field too much. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at an injury like this, you don't want him to do too much. You know, you don't want him to be too much pregame. Whatever action goes into that pregame routine, right. you don't want him doing too much of that also during the ball game if the injury is as serious as we think it is. So that makes the running back, it makes Pollard, that makes the screen pass. That even makes the bubble routes. That even makes the bubble screen. That even makes those very important plays. And I would imagine if I'm a Philadelphia coach, a defensive coach, I'm going to think, okay, we're going to make him throw downfield. The opposite make him of, test it. Yeah. The opposite of what you do against the Cowboys, the opposite of what the game plan has been all year long, keeping everything in front of them. Let's see just – Especially early on, how I good put an eighth guy in the box, is stop that the run. arm? Yeah. How good is that arm? Let's see what happens. And see, I forgot last time, so when they beat them, what was it, 37-10, I believe, the Cowboys had rushed for 189 yards. That was the most yards rushing against the Eagles this year. And they're ranked third rushing, but some of the better teams ran against them. So the Cowboys had 189, Seattle 174. Minnesota 122, the Bills 98, and then even Washington last week, 101, ran against them. 
So I, th- I think to Everson's point, the biggest problem they have has been in their secondary. I mean, I think they've given up 10 different 100-yard receiving performances this year, and Amari Cooper was one of them in that first meeting, 106 yards, although he had a 44-yard catch in that game. The longest catch that the Cowboys had beyond that was 15 yards. So you all know, off a of play action, yeah, all the, of it off a of play yeah. action, and that's because the, the, the one eighty nine or that one ninety, yeah, all off a of play action, and those were, you know, those were those uh, wide receivers too. We weren't even really. I don't think we hit the the tight ends nearly as much that game as we did the play action going to the wide receivers. This particular game, I think it's going to be a little bit opposite. Mm. I think Dak's going to be a little bit more careful if he's smart. I, I, we, we run the, we're going to run the ball. We're going to run the ball. We're definitely going to run the ball. But I think, just as I talked about yesterday, we're going to keep it a little bit more conservative. We're going to keep it within the the, uh, the boundaries. Not the boundary, but with, within the uh, – uh, uh, what's the, the – when you're kicking the ball? With, with the hash, hash marks. marks. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you, Robert. You got it. Within the hash marks, uh, I think they're going to keep it inside of there because we've got weapons. We've got Jarwin. We've got Witten. We've got Pollard. We've got Zach, uh, 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 Zeke. Come on. We don't need to necessarily show just how prolific we are again at beating their cornerbacks. I think this game is going to be a little bit more intense. We're going to be in their arena. I think it's best for us to just be ready for one of those I, I talked about earlier, one of those slobber knocker games to where we're going to have to be within those hash marks, tight ends being prevalent, Pollard and Zeke, same thing. And that was absolutely the case last week, right? I mean, that was kind of a slobber knocker offensive performance in terms of 263 rushing yards yes. and a lot, to your point, a lot of underneath to intermediate stuff, Witten, Jarwin, Pollard, Zeke. I mean, the wide receivers weren't really a factor. I don't think it was so much because of Dak's issue with the shoulder no, during the not. game, uh, but it was just what they were having success with and what the Rams gave them. Yep, yeah. that's true. And go ahead and take it. That's why I, I did uh, deal with the, the guys from the uh, Eagles website this morning, and they were wanting to know, what do you think the Cowboys are going to do? And I said, well, you tell me what the Eagles are going to do defensively, <laughs> and I'll tell you what that's the Cowboys it. They're gonna are going to do. Yep. And they'll counter it because they have the ability to do, do. either or. And I just don't want them to get so itchy. I told you, offensive uh, coordinators, most yeah. of them are jerks. You know, they got an ego, <laughs> big as our, our all outdoors. But they, we, we cannot help ourselves as an offense to. We want that big play. We want that that flash. We want the the, you know, we want the glam. We want everything that goes with being this amazing down the field team. Coordinators really always want to show that. I don't want to show that. I don't think we need to show that. I think we need to show them just how tough we can be because every time we start going to wide receivers, they're like, okay, take that little 10, take the little 15. That's okay. Eventually, we're going to double team. We're going to jump that route. It's hard to jump a route against a tight end who's going down the seams. Right. After you've done the play action. You can't just jump that route. Corners can do that. Linebackers can't do that. I think we need to keep that in that framework. It's almost like every good offensive coordinator has a head coach with a rein. Like, okay, <laughs> right. I'm pulling you back. Yeah, right. You know, let's not get out there too far. Which he, I love he should, your he should have done that. He should have done that in Minnesota, against Minnesota. That's one of those times where he should have he should have pulled reined him in, should have pulled him in. Because everybody thinks the offensive coordinator is an independent contractor. You know, the, the 
coach has a headset on. Yep. And there's a microphone there. And, and he needs to get involved and sometimes. You just have to get involved sometimes yep. and kind of change things up a little bit. Like, hey, hold it up, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like get, a, get yeah. ahead of ourselves. I've been here. here. I've been here. I know Z- what to do right here. Ezekiel Elliott's out there, That's right? right? That's what Jimmy had to do with Dave yeah. Shula that one year. It was like, you know, we we drafted this guy named Emmett yeah, Smith. Let's let's. How let's long was Dave here? To him. When two, did he leave? Two years, eighty nine and ninety. First year was horrible, right? Everything you know, Lawrence about Taylor. That team. Lawrence Taylor said that the game plan looked. It was so simple. He thought it was a trick. The offensive game plan. The offensive game plan was a trick. You remember that? You don't remember that, do you? No. Oh no, I do. Yes. I remember that. That was the game I got cussed out by Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. I remember yeah. the last game of the season when he got he yelled at everybody, the coaching staff and the strength coach Bob Ward, because you weren't strong enough. They had the ball like three times inside the five yard line and couldn't score. They ended up with field goals. Or, or, or they attempted on fourth And he down. said it's because they weren't working they weren't harder. Strong, they weren't strong enough. <laughs> Got to be stronger. We need a stronger team. That, that was Jimmy, man. It's just basic, you know, ABC, one, two, he three. He had a great way of deflecting <laughs> what really happened in the game. Or deflecting his lack of knowledge of, of being a, a game player. Why did he cuss you out? Uh, well, I was taken up from my players. And, I, you know, the big linemen were like, hey, man, we are tired. Let's, let's take this Giants game. If we play this Giants game, you give us some rest, we'll be okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm Mr. S- stupid Captain. Hey, Coach, they said they need some rest. He goes, okay, I'm going to give them some rest. We gave them rest, and we still got blown out. And he looked at me like, hey, see what I'm talking about? You idiot. <laughs> so I never took up for anybody else again. As a captain, I was like, nope, you guys aren't using me. Mm-hmm. What was the quote you used the other day? Fatigue makes cowards of, of us all. all. Yeah. Yes, sir. I, I remember the, the, the 90 game up there. I think that's a Lombardi. Is it? I think it's a Lombardi quote. I think it was the 90 game up there against the Giants, and they, they got dominated, right? And so to deflect what there. happened in the game, <laughs> yes, I remember, <laughs> to deflect what happens in the game, Jimmy was all over the officials, and, and I, I think they blew a call or two in his mind, and, and he, he came up with the greatest line. He goes, since my daddy told me this was a football and they blew it up with air, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Wow, right? that's a nice little right? origin there. Okay, yeah. okay. And, 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 and so that's what everybody wrote Trust about. Trust me, it didn't, how bad it didn't matter they how they beat. called that game. We weren't losing that game. Yeah, right. That was our Super Bowl year. We were not losing that game. And, and not it, to that team. And not that to time. that team. And I think before 93, I don't think Emmett had 100 yards on us. I don't think he ever had 100 until that, that 93 game. Yeah. When he played with one with shoulder. The, with the shoulder. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. shoulder game. The one that was yeah. hanging mm-hmm. off the. Yeah, yeah, we kind of quizzed him about AC Joyce last night. Did you? What did he say? <laughs> we laughed, and he goes, "What are you guys trying to say?" <laughs> <laughs> what's his What's his opinion on the AC joint injury? It, it could be very painful, but he didn't have to. His point was, I didn't have, I have to, to throw, throw the ball. ball. Right. Yeah. You know, so, like, so that that way you can you can tie it down. Yeah, you can tie and, it down. And he was like, I said, but you had to fall on it. And he goes, Well, falling on it's fine. I, you know, but I didn't have it to. It wasn't throw. that fine. No, because every time he fell on it, yeah, he had to they, show some real were, guts to get back up. They were and, helping him up. Yeah, and he was he was ready to go again. But as he said, good thing we won that game when we got the bye, and I had two weeks between yes. games. Before well, they had to play again. Yeah, wow, they that, can, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if they can win this game, Dak Prescott maybe can take a break in week Have 17. two weeks. We'll see. Cooper Rush. No. Co- Stop. 
Not this week. No, that's, that's, that's not the not goal this week. Let's not even week. put that out there. Yeah, the never said I want to talk about that. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take our final break. Jack Black Reed coming up, and we'll wrap it up Ooh, on the other side of Talk Cowboys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting Essilor USA. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stack from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say... It's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to Talking Cowboys. Now, if you want to send your holiday list packing, you better get going because the deadline is approaching to go to getjackblack.com <laughs> and get free two-day shipping. Now, you can use the code SHIP, but you got to do this by midnight tomorrow. Otherwise, the offer expires, <laughs> and the offer is only available to U.S. residents. Wow. If you're in Puerto Rico, Guam, and the U.S. Virgin Islands, you're not eligible. Okay, mm-hmm. now you're going through the legalese stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I should have read that real fast yeah, like they I don't, do. I don't think, they're, if they're, I don't think they're listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, they're, if, they're, if they're listening, then yeah. Then. So go to getjackblack.com. $75 plus purchase, and you get free two-day shipping. Way to go, Mick. Rob, you, have, you don't usually sit next to him when he does that. You need a towel or anything? No, I'm good. good. good? I'm good. Right. I'm good. <laughs> Final few minutes left in the show. Oh, it's going to be a warm front in Philadelphia. Oh, did you get the weather report? It's 26 degrees right now wow. in Philadelphia. Feel, okay. feel like it's 17, but sunny, Sunday it says partly sunny, 47 high, and a low of 31. So ba- bad. basically, Chicago a couple weeks yeah. ago. No, that's you know, Chicago was worse than that, right? No, this last time. Yeah, it no, was. It was it actually was, okay. It, it was thirty. Oh, you mean them, them versus Chicago? Yeah, yeah. A couple weeks ago, okay. when yeah. the Cowboys went up there. Yeah. Cowboys. So you saying Cowboys Chicago was was just like that? that. Was the exact. It same looked thing. worst. It, it it got windy at it the stadium. It got windy once the game got Duh. going. Duh. Yeah. 
In Chicago. Imagine that, right? <laughs> <laughs> They'll take that, man. Anything better than New England a couple weeks ago. Oh, That was unbelievable. No, snow. I, I, I don't think Six inches to, of snow is better than New England. I don't think we'll ever have to worry about that this year. No, I think they're clear. Even if we go through the playoffs, yeah, it's going to be mostly West Coast teams, right? And if it's a yeah, yeah cuz they they wouldn't if you're the division winner, you wouldn't go to Minnesota if they're the other mm-hmm. wild card team That's unless right. everybody else gets wiped out, right? So Seattle, San Francisco, mm-hmm. who am I forgetting? Um Green Bay. Green Bay, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, we're about Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you are the division winner as you just said, if they are, they will repeat as division champs for the first time in 15 years? 03, 04, however many years that is. And Philly did it. Philly did it in 04. They, actually, they won it four years in a row. Yeah. Uh, and 04 was the last time. So no one has done it since Dog then. days. Dog days. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pre-Bill. That's right. Pre no, Parcel- Bill, Bill got them there in 03. He got him in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. But those Might early 2000s. The greatest, the greatest coaching job ever with that offense. Yeah, wow. Pretty rough. So, I mean, I, I haven't looked at other divisions to, you know, see what, if that's an anomaly, it, how how difficult it is to repeat in divisions. I mean, I, obviously the Patriots have done it. Other teams like Seattle have done it. But it just shows the parity in the NFL these days, I think, and in this division. Well, yeah. I mean, if yeah, you look I think at. It's mostly in this division. If you look at what was happening in the in the 90s, I mean, it was Washington, the Giants, and the Cowboys. That was basically it through – I mean, the Cowboys won the division from 92 through 96, and then they won it in 98, finished 8-8 eight and eight in 99. But, yeah, they were dominating the division. No one else was getting in their way. And it used and to be Washington. And not just that. The, the NFC East was, was right? dominating yeah. all, the of, Super Bowls. all of – Yeah, Super Bowls. So I mean, NFC East was the – I mean, they were always known as the pillar of the entire league. Yeah. Just, it was always known as that, not just because the Cowboy Lord, Tom Legend winning, and Jimmy Johnson, all those guys. It was just all – we were the we were that, that team. We were, we were that team. We were consistent, consistently the best. But now people want to realign the playoff format yeah. because of this season. <laughs> Because we are happen. that bad in the NFC East. Well, nine NFC seven, least, I believe they. Nine and it. seven was the worst record anybody's had to win the East, and it happened twice in uh, this decade. Actually, Giants. the Giants and and I believe it was Washington, hmm. and the Giants went to the Super Bowl. By the way, mm. well, Super Bowl Bill will be back on Friday to wrap Super up the Bowl week Bill. on Talking Cowboys. Thanks for joining us. The break. <laughs> there he next. is. By the way, he showed up late. Oh, he just didn't want to ditch us. <laughs> This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?